Hello, and welcome to another edition of Talk It Out. I am Brandon Sams, the Assistant Opinions Editor here at the University Star, and today we will be discussing the midterm elections. With me, I have Reese Swincher, representing the Republican perspective, and I have Jeffrey Bradshaw, columnist here at the University Star, representing the Democratic perspective. So, Reese, why exactly are you a Republican? I'm a Republican, Brandon, because I believe in personal liberty and limited government. Just simply put. Okay. Jeffrey, why are you a Democrat? Um, I'm a Democrat because I believe the government should have a say in certain aspects of our life that pertain to how people discriminate against other people, for example, like equal pay and marriage equality and things like that. Okay. So to piggyback off of that, the Democrats suffered a very huge defeat in the midterm elections this past Tuesday. Um, do you think that that bodes, bodes well for the country? Do you think they'll have a negative uh, impact on the country. What are your thoughts on the midterm election results? Um, well, personally, it's just, well, first of all, federal government, no matter who's in charge, usually does not get a lot done. So that's good if you don't like who's in control of the parties. Um, I do think there's going to be even more gridlock, well, pretty much the same gridlock with the Senate being controlled and the House being controlled by the Republicans and Barack Obama being a Democrat and everything. But I don't think it's going to be the end of times for America because the Republicans had a big win, but I also don't think it's going to be the best of times. Okay. So, Reese, uh, according to some reports, only a third of eligible voters turn out for the midterm elections, and they tend to view white and older uh, two demographics that skew Republican. Do you think having a higher voter participation will be a negative uh, impact on the Republican Party? I don't think having higher turnout will have a negative effect on the Republican Party at all. Um, I think demographically, Texas is conservative, you know, no matter what your race affiliation is. Um, Texas has been great as far as economically and as far as um, having limited government and being successful. You know, we're one of the largest economies in the world. We created almost 90% of the jobs in the past 10 years in the United States. So people come to Texas because we're successful. And if that model of success is because we're conservative, then people are going to tend to, to lean that way when they come here. Okay. So, Jeffrey, speaking of Texas, uh, this we had a very contentious uh, gubernatorial uh, election that just happened this past Tuesday. And Wendy Davis, she suffered a pretty significant defeat to uh, Greg Abbott. What do you think is going to be her future, maybe in politics, or just what do you think she's going to do after suffering such a huge, huge defeat? Um, well, she has several things that she can do. She's still a lawyer. She still has a practice, a law practice that she can fall back on. And she could run again. I feel like she could win a per state Senate seat if she really, really wanted it. But it's also very hard to run again if you've lost your last election, whatever you've been through. But um, she also, since of her national prominence, could probably be some sort of Democratic advisor or something along those lines um, after this defeat that she suffered. Okay. Uh, Reese, many students uh, here at Texas State, and this seems to be a common thread among young people, feel apathetic to the uh, political process here in America. Um, do you think that there's any validity to that, especially in red states? They feel that their voices aren't being heard. Do you find that that's a legitimate excuse to not participate in voting, or just do you find any validity to that? Um, I think that sometimes their voices aren't being heard, and sometimes they are. 
I mean, we saw when President Obama ran the first time, that was one of the largest turnouts with young people. And I think the Democratic Party does a great job resonating with young people. But I think the Republican Party is doing a better job of that. You know, like for a long time, the Republican Party wasn't resonating <coughs> with minorities, you know, with all sorts of type of people. But in this election recently, you know, we saw that the record amount of women being elected to Republican offices. And we saw a record amount of minorities being to different offices around the country. So I think, you know, people are starting to hear the message. And I think, especially with young people, once they start becoming more familiar with that message, then, you know, they'll start coming out more to vote. They'll start representing, you know, their demographic more okay. by far. Okay. So we're going to take a more local turn. Were any of you surprised by the mayoral uh, election and Guerrero having his third term? Were you surprised? you think that farewell for the city and the students here at Texas State? Um, I don't think it's a surprise at all. For local elections, it helps to be already known, which of course is hard to do if there's somebody um, that it's already known that you can't fight against, like what happened with Jonathan Sorensen, but it, it's just, it's not surprising. He's a good mayor. He's not screwing up the city. Um, he has the experience. He's charismatic. He basically had everything you need to win, including the correct colors on his campaign signs. <laughs> what do you think, Reese? Um, I totally agree with you, Jeffrey. I think that, you know, Daniel's so approachable. I mean, he's younger. You can see him out on the square at nights. He'll talk to anybody. Um, he was a student here, I believe, at one point. Um, so people know him, just like you said. Students know him. And if, you know, the locals know him since he was, you know, raised here, and the students know you, you're, you know, nobody's going to beat you. So until he does something to, you know, not be successful as mayor, he'll be here for a while. Okay. So uh, in a recent probably months or probably the past year, there's been a lot of talk of voter ID laws and how they could potentially dis disenfranchise voters. And uh, just recently in Texas, the Supreme Court voted to uphold the uh, the voter ID laws. Do you think, Reese, that that had a negative impact on people who are trying to vote and trying to participate in the political process? I don't think so. I mean, if you can drive and get a driver's license, that's all that it takes. You know, everybody needs to drive in this state. You know, like we measure everything by how long it takes to get there and not how many miles it is. So, you know, people drive in the state. Um, that's how this economy is fueled even. So, you know, if you can get a driver's license, you can vote. And if you can't get a driver's license, there's other forms of identification that are very easy to to get in mm. Texas. What are some of those uh, forms of identification? You can get a passport. You can get a, a temporary ID just by going down to Walgreens and then registering that with DPS. You know, there's, there's multiple ways. But license is not expensive. It's like $10. You know, just go wait in line and there's your ID. What do you think about voter ID laws, Jeffrey? Um, I just think that they're unnecessary. They're not as bad as I think the Democrats are calling them or saying that they are. What the technical problem with it that the Democrats have is you do have to pay money for it. So that's technically is what we're calling a poll tax, which is unconstitutional. And that's where we're coming at it from. But I just feel like since voter fraud is almost non-existent, that it's not going to skew an election whatsoever. So I just feel like it's unnecessary. I feel like if you register to vote, that should be enough. Okay. So final thoughts for Texas. Do you, are you generally happy with the results of the midterm election? What do you think will be some policies that Greg Abbott puts into place? Do you think, you know, all of the Republicans will be a good fit for Texas and for the general uh, state of us, Reese? 
I think um, having a red Texas is going to be great for Texas. It has been. We've been succeeding economically. Um, I think one of the first moves that Greg Abbott will you know, carry on with is Second Amendment rights. Um, he said he would openly sign um, an open carry bill the day after he was elected. So I think that's the first move he'll make. Other than that, I think he's going to try to do everything he can to keep Obamacare out of Texas and secure our border and just keep Texas great. Okay. And Jeffrey, what do you think? Um, personally, I'm not as scared as, of Greg Abbott as the Democratic Party and the Wendy Davis campaign will make us think that we're supposed to be. But I just don't think that even though our economy will probably stay the same or get better, I don't think that's a uniquely Republican thing. I feel like Wendy Davis and her administration would do the same thing to help Texas grow economically. Um, I'm still very disappointed because we're going to have another Republican attorney general who will keep the appeal on the gay marriage ban, even though he might be indicted indicted soon. But... um, (laughs) Um, I'm also very concerned because both Dan Patrick and Greg Abbott said that they would not sign or approve any sort of equal pay legislation, which is just still a step in the wrong direction. Okay, okay, everyone, that is it for us here at Talk It Out. If you have any questions, you can tweet us at University Star using the Talk It Out hashtag, or if you feel so inclined, you can leave a comment for us at universitystar.com.